0: Hey everybody, this is Nicole Greer, the Vibrant Coach, and welcome to the Vibrant Coach Blog Talk Radio Show. I am excited to be with you today. In March, we have done some really, really great work on self-coaching, and we are going to jump in to the third episode of March for 2016, and today we're going to talk about the human condition. And so to get your attention, I titled this show, The Human Condition, Are You Needy, A Control Freak, A Narcissist? Uh, you know, I wanted to you know kind of maybe get your attention get you awake alert alive you know into a state of consciousness so that you would kind of like say what is she talking about am I needy, a control freak the narcissist the thing is is that all of us act like this right okay <laughs> So the deal is is that all three of us have this uh, desire, this energy center that goes out in the world and we're all looking for something. I mean, it's kind of like we're very, very needy. Uh, a lot of us are very serious control freaks and others are narcissists, meaning that they have to like get your approval. They're after constant self-esteem. And they really, really, really show up in a way that makes us, you know, non-attractive, not attractive to other people. And the question is, you know, have you ever thought to yourself, why can't I get over this? Why do I have to be such a control freak? In fact, when I coach people, they will flat out tell me I am a control freak, and I'm like, I know. And so you need to quit that. You need to stop that. And then a lot of times in coaching sessions, I have people that sit there and say, you know, I have this friend, I have this coworker, this colleague, this relative, and they are such a control freak or they are so needy or they need to have attention all the time. And the answer is, yeah, they do. And it's because you and all of the people in your world, everybody in your life, uh, is uh, subject to this thing called the human condition. And the question is, you know, why can't we get over this? And what is wrong with us, and why does everybody act this way? Well, there's, there's a great explanation, and I'm going to go over it today. And, and we can stop living this way. We have to first understand, though, that we have what is called the human condition and this human condition, it's phrased like that. It comes from a little book by Thomas Keating, and I totally suggest it. I suggest you get on Amazon and you go out there and you look for this little book. Get it on your Kindle because it's going to be a classic. Uh, if you're somebody who coaches, works with others, you're a leader, you know, you might want to be able to pull out this little book and remind yourself about the human condition so that you can explain to somebody that they are in the state of being needy, being a control freak, or needing lots of self-esteem and approval all the time and being a narcissist. So let's, let's just start out with kind of where this idea of the human condition comes from. And it, it's kind of inborn in us. The creator designed the way that we would come onto the planet, the way that we popped on the planet. You know, we arrived here as either a baby girl or a baby boy. And we were dependent. I mean, the reality is, is that when you are a child, when you're a little bitty baby boy or a little baby girl, you know, you need somebody to... You And so you are needy. You know, you need security in the form of food, you need something to drink, you need shelter, and you need somewhere warm uh, to uh, be held, to be cuddled up with, right? And so that need for food, drink, and shelter, and love, uh, in the form of physical touch, you know, all of that is very much, you know, in you when you pop on planet Earth. So just think about adults who have this over, you know, overdone need for food. Right? They use food as their medication, and we have this epidemic in the United States of obesity. So, you know, there's this this security that comes from eating food, right, and and from drink. So we all know somebody. We have all been around somebody, and you might have even had a parent uh, that was an alcoholic, and they needed to have drink, not just water, uh, which, you know, you should have eight glasses a day, and you can't OD on water, and it won't hurt you or make you addicted if you don't have water. So drink a lot of water, but maybe our drink uh, is a problem. Also, you know, people have this need for surrounding themselves with you know opulent big beautiful amazing things and you know this is this need for shelter having the biggest house on the block the most fanciest car that we drive so you know, there is this need for feeling secure that comes from all of these addictions we, we anticipate and expect uh, as adults. And so we got to really get our heads wrapped around the fact that we are very, very needy for security. And at some level, when we eat the food, drink the drink, you know, buy the house, uh, all of a sudden we become energized or that energy center for security is somehow fed. And it creates a terrible, terrible, terrible cycle uh, where we just can't get enough food, we just can't get enough drink, we just can't have enough things. So it's really, really important to understand that most of us at some level have this need for security still as adults and it can be overdone. All right. So the second need that we have as a baby girl or a baby boy when we pop on the planet is this like, need for a semblance of control. You know, so uh, I don't know any adult... Uh, or especially a parent on planet Earth that hasn't been hoodooed by their two-year-old, right? Like they have been totally manipulated by their two-year-old because the two-year-old is trying to control his or her situation. Because they know they are little, they know that they are not really in control, they begin to manipulate and try to convince you of things, and they think that, you know, you don't see what they're doing. And at some point we begin to placate this. We actually think it's funny sometimes when a little child will try to take control and we let them have control, believe that they are doing something. It's kind of like if you've ever sat down to play a game with a child, you let them win, right? Have you ever done that? Have you ever sat down to play a board game or a card game with a child and then you let them win so they could have a semblance of control? And, buddy, were they energized, right? When they thought they had control over you and they thought that they won that game and you knew they didn't Their energy centers were on fire. They were so excited. And so this falls over, laps over into our adulthood, and we begin to placate and uh, allow other people to manipulate us because we just see this desire inside of them to have control over things. And so it's kind of like we just tolerate it give in to them. And, you know, we can't do that. We cannot do that in this life. We've got to, you know, say to people, you know, you don't need to have control over this situation right now. We need to be collaborative. We need to work together as a team. So there is that need for control in all the baby girls and the baby boys. Now, the third one that is really important to get your head wrapped around is this need for security, uh, excuse me, this need for approval. And so this is a need where, you know, if you, if you can think about like a little boy or a little girl, when you would look into the face of, a, of a, an infant and you smile, that infant smiles back at you. Right, Um, So at some level, hardwired into the human condition is this like, they smiled at me, they must love me. And then in that, you know, I begin to smile back. It's like this immediate energy, you know, flows through that infant's body and they light up, you know. Have you ever smiled at a baby that's like in a carrier? You know, their mama brings it in and you smile at it and it smiles and then it starts to kick its feet and move its arms, I mean, we are completely and totally um, addicted and in love with people you know smiling at us and telling us that everything is good and that we 're beautiful and all these other things. So, we really, really have this um, addiction for approval. Uh, Just real quick, let me say this too is uh, a a great example once you get your head wrapped around it is that there's always, you know, at the swimming pool, if you go to the swimming pool in the summertime, there's always a mother and a child or a father and a child, and the child is jumping off the side of the pool saying, Watch me, watch me, watch me do this, watch me do that, watch me jump off the side of the pool, give me a number, give me a score, and you give the child a score. And the child gets back out of the water and goes again and goes again and goes again until finally the parent has to say, I cannot watch you any longer <laughs> because I need a break from your addiction to disapproval as you jump off the side of the pool. So at some level, as we grow up and we mature into adults, we have to, we have to learn how to be happy without the security of other things, of material things. We have to learn to be happy without having total control over situations, and we have to be happy uh, without people's approval. So how do we do that? Well, like I said, the first step is just understanding how the human condition works. So when we popped on planet Earth, we arrived as the baby girl and the baby boy, and we were dependent, and if we do not grow up, we do not realize that, we got to mature and begin to understand that we're capable of being self self sufficient. Uh, we can we, we need to understand we can take action in the world, you know. So the thing is is that you know I I don't need other people to provide security for me or other things. I can just kind of choose to feel secure. I can look around in the present moment and say, Do I have a roof over my head? Uh, is it sufficient? Do I have something to drink? Do I have somebody to have a conversation with? I mean, if we slow down and really take stock and count our blessings, as they say, and be grateful, we find out that, hey, you know, we we probably have what we need. And um, if we actually turn the mirror inward, we could see that uh, at the end of this day, I'm fully capable of making sure I can provide my own food, my own water, my own shelter. Okay, so it's really, really important to understand that we are self sufficient and we need to mature. Now, when I say self sufficient, some of my um, friends and, and people who um, work with me, you know, I, I'm not talking about we don't need our Creator. Okay, I, I'm not saying that, but I am telling you that the Creator um, made me sufficient, I am fully capable. And so he expects me to show the way for others, right? So he expects me to be brave. He expects me to be courageous. He expects me to understand that he created me in a way where I can be self-sufficient, not apart from him, but through him, okay? So that's what I'm talking about. So, like, we can mature up and we can, um, you know, get our head wrapped around the fact that we have the power within us to turn what we dream into destiny, and, you know, that takes – a lot of maturity to really realize that you know nobody is going to help you have the life you want have the day that you want have the hour that you want uh, it is up to you to take it and work with it at the best that you can. You don't need anything else outside of you to make the next hour work. You can use your brain power, your heart power, your soul power, your social power, your physical power, and the power of the money that you have in your pocket, whether it's a dollar or $10,000, to kind of really move yourself forward. Now, at the Center for um, Contemplation, where uh, Father Thomas Keating, where he, uh, you know, works, resides, and lives, is, um, he says God calls us to live in the real world as mature people. And so growing in God's grace is a gradual process of stepping into the light. And you know me with this whole thing with vibrancy and light and shine and everything. Okay, so what he is saying is as, as I grow in God's grace, Right, so God graced me with the capacity to move in the world, and and to uh, take care of things, deal with what's in the present moment in a really powerful way, and bring my best self to that process. And so that's what we need to do. And when we do that, we step into the light. And don't miss this: the light is shining on us, and therefore we shine. Right? We are lit up by that light. And so that is just exactly what it means to shine. Uh, and And he says, own up to ourselves and become fully human, meaning be all that you were created to be. So in essence, we are expected to grow up and go after life so we can shine. So let's talk a little bit about the diagram for the human condition. And I actually, after the podcast is done, I'm going to post up uh, this diagram uh, on the social media streams. Of course, Vibrant Coaching is on the Instagram. Uh, we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook fan page. We are on Google+. Plus. We are on Twitter. We're just everywhere. So you will see this diagram, and of course, always, you're always invited to just simply reach out to me, and I will send you anything that you need that I mentioned on the Blog Talk Radio Show at info at The Vibrant Coach. So let's take a look at the human condition diagram. On the human condition diagram, you will notice that um, at the base of it, and if you want to get out a pencil and draw this, at the base of it, there's just draw a triangle. And at the three corners of the triangle, you would put those three uh, control centers, right? You, uh, or, excuse me, energy centers. It's control, approval, and security. And so you would write that at each, at each corner of the triangle. Now, this energy set of centers, control, approval, and security, are in our unconscious. Like since it has been with us since the day we popped on the planet, it's almost like we don't realize how much control, approval, and security that we are after. It's just kind of a sleep inside of us. And so the whole point of studying the human condition is to help you understand that this is going on. And it hangs out in your unconscious. And what happens is, is that you wake up in the morning, you get up, and you head out into the world. And depending on your attitude, you're either after something, trying to attach yourself to something, or you're trying to keep yourself away from something. So we're usually trying to do one of two things. I'm going out into the world to attach myself to something, you know, like I'm trying to attach myself to my work. I'm trying to attach myself to a new spouse. I'm trying to attach myself to new friends, just whatever we're trying to attach ourselves to. Or we're trying to stay away from things right? So I know all of us have gotten up in the morning, gotten in the car, driven to work and thought to ourselves, gosh, I hope I don't run into so-and-so, you know, or I hope that situation doesn't come up again. So usually uh, we're in one of two modes as we move through the world trying to attach to something or stay away from something instead of just being, right? And so just kind of like welcoming everything that comes our way. And and, you know, there's so much energy wasted in trying to attach and trying to avert. And it's usually the control center, excuse me, energy centers of control, approval, and security that, is, is, that we're using to attach to something or, you know, uh, stay away from something through aversion. Now, what we want to do is we want to move through the world in a powerful way where we just say, I'm bringing myself fully. I, am comp- I comprehend my, um, my personality. I know my human traits. I know my skills. I know my talents. I know my unique ability. And what I'm trying to do is get out here in the world and do my best. And no matter no matter what comes my way, because I can't control the world, hello, uh, I will just do my best. And that will be enough, enough for me and my creator. I don't need anybody else's approval, and here's what I know. If I do my best, you know, the creator will provide, and I don't need security. So, you know, maybe hit stop, rewind, and listen to that just one more time, okay? So I go out into the world. Now, usually what happens in the world is as I'm moving through the day, I'm going to have a triggering event you know, there are going to be mean people in the world. There's going to be not-so-smart people in the world. There's going to be, you know, getting pulled over for a traffic ticket. There's going to be the fact that you ordered, you know, one thing through the drive through window and they gave you another. You know, all of these triggering events are frustrations. And the minute this frustration comes up, we have one of two choices. We can either uh, decide to go into the learning zone and in that learning zone, we can choose to welcome what comes to us and simply apply our talents, our gifts, and our skills, right? So if you get something in the bag from the drive-thru, it's not the right thing, you can either go inside, throw a hissy fit, and you know, totally create chaos and, uh, you know, use this energy that's built up inside of you and your subconscious about controlling things, and you can, you know, just make a big fuss. Or you can go out into the world and, or go back into the restaurant, and you can say to yourself, you know, uh, this person probably didn't mean to get it wrong. This person really isn't after me. And, you know, really, I've been through the drive through a lot of times in my life, and when they've messed it up, You know, it's been rare. (laughs) And so somebody probably just made a mistake. And so I could go inside and I could just say, could I have the right sandwich? And they will fix it and I won't waste all this energy, and I won't feed my centers, uh, my energy centers for approval, security, and control, because all I'm going to do is ask for what I want in a very calm and uh, patient way, okay? Now, the problem is is that because we have been uh, programmed since birth, to you know have our energy centers fed unfortunately we don't welcome the things that come to us and we don't you know slow down and enter the learning zone consciously and stay above board you know not going to the subconscious and letting it feed us and we have, like, little commentaries that talk to us and talk to us and talk to us. So the minute you open up your bag and you look in and you have a the wrong hamburger, you look at it and you say to yourself, this kind of thing always happens to me. You know, why can't I get a break? You know, what is wrong with this world? I mean, you just kind of go into this whole, you know, uh, have this big fit about what's going on. And, you know, you continue to act like a baby girl or a baby boy about it. And you tell everybody about it. You stir up their day. In fact, when you go and tell them about how your sandwich was wrong, now you've got them in a tizzy, and they're reinforcing their energy centers for security, approval, and control. And and, and then we have this whole world <laughs> or this whole team at work that, you know, their energy is around the fact that the, the poor guy that works at the McDonald's didn't get the bag right or the Chick-fil-A or whatever. You know, And the reality is we could just let all that go. And we could, like, be mature, walk back into work, eat the wrong sandwich, fill up our belly, and get back to work and keep it really positive. I mean, that is our choice. And so we have got to grow up and understand that not only when we do this to ourselves, we stir it up and the folks around us. So once we start these commentaries, we reinforce the energy, and our our energy centers for control, approval, and security become hungrier and hungrier and hungrier until – they just totally control us 100%. So, you know, the truth is you're human, and that, that is just the truth. It's not an excuse. And so gradually, growing up is a gradual process of stepping into the light and owning up to ourselves and turning what the possibilities of our lives are into probabilities and and i hope that in this episode as i introduced you to this human condition that you'll see it as a tool for serious transformation into your most vibrant self so i'll be posting up the uh, vibrant coaching podcast Uh, dot diagram i'll be putting it on instagram and our uh, vibrant coaching facebook fan page i I would love absolutely love to hear what you think about the vibrant coaching podcast um if you would give me some feedback you know hey help 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 a girl out let her know what you think of her podcast and if things are not clear or i have some don't understand if you would let me know i would love to get better at this um here's what i do know is that uh i i think i think i'm a messenger but i also think i have a good message i i go out i read a ton and uh i really want to help people live their most vibrant lives so let let a girl know how she's drop me a line or make a comment right there on Blog Talk Radio. And then the second thing uh, I want to tell you about is that we had the most amazing Shine Retreat. I had a room full of about 12 people at the Shine Retreat, uh, people from, again, uh, Ohio and from Pennsylvania and, of course, all over the Metro Charlotte, North Carolina area. And these people came together and, and were talking about their dreams. Uh, we did, you know, the Shine Coaching methodology. We did self assessment, habit work, integrity work. We worked on next right steps, and of course on energy. Um, my good, good friend and mentor, Ann Starrett. She uh, is the owner over the and the proprietor of the Starrett Farmhouse Retreat, and she just has the most amazing stories and makes. Um, uh, her story uh, so applicable to us and shows us ways. So she shared some really, really great, interesting stuff. And we're going to do the same thing on May 20th. So so here is the deal. Uh, you know, why come away for an entire day and, like, spend a day getting coached collaboratively? Uh, because, 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 um, you need to boost up the proper energy centers. Okay, so I just talked about three that are part of being a baby girl and a baby boy, which is, you know, needing approval, security, and control. But I am telling you, the six there are six energy centers that you need to take care of, and they are sacred. So you have your intellectual energy. I mean, you need a day apart to learn something new, to get a new concept in your mind. You need a day apart uh, for your emotional energy to uh, recharge, slow down, um, take a look at your life, fall in love with your career, fall in love with the idea of what you might do with the rest of your life fall in love with your life period um then you will also be surrounded by you know hungry people you know that's the thing about these shine retreats is you know we talk about how do we get more people to shine retreats well it's like i don't i I guess people are just not hungry for transformation but buddy i am starving for it and if you're that kind of person that wants to experience some serious change this is the room for you uh the other energy centers of course are our spiritual energy, our physical energy, our social energy and our energy of money. And so we talk about all sorts of entrepreneurial things, career tactics, stuff like that, um home finance so that you can really live the most vibrant life. So the next one's May 20th. So mark your calendar. Uh we need to get you signed up so that you can come to the shine retreat and uh here's the thing. We are also offering Uh, 30-minute laser coaching sessions uh, with our new coaches. And so I have Roxanne Baeza. I have uh, Martha Allen, Lisa Foley, and then um, not a new coach at all, been with me for uh, years, Lisa Barnett, who is a social media and Internet coach. And she does amazing things for people who have websites who want to learn how to uh, promote themselves and create amazing, amazing posts out there in the world. So she can help you. You do that. So, if you need a 30 minute talk with any of my coaches, um, they would be delighted. Reach out to us uh, at info at the vibrant coach and we'll get you signed up for a 30 minute laser session. You can try this thing called life coaching on, see what you think. So, this is Nicole Greer, and it has been my distinct pleasure uh, to be with you again. We'll be right back here next week and uh, take a look at the post on the human condition and listen, have a vibrant day.